This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Jazzcast Pros. Hello, and welcome back to High Vibe Table Talks. This is your host, Mershon Hargrave, and I have been so excited to have this chat with Hannah since I launched the show. She is so dynamic, so amazing, and in this chat, we talk about the power of building bigger tables, not higher fences, and what that means, finding the right community for you, whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, an entrepreneur, any and all of the above. And I love her answers during the lightning round questions. It is so good. And her answer on her bucket list question really surprised me. I was not expecting that. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Hannah Schwartz. If you're a woman contemplating your next move, you found the perfect podcast to empower your self-growth journey. Welcome to High Vibe Table Talks, the podcast to help you, the cautiously ambitious woman, remove mental barriers and take action now so that you can achieve your high vibe desires. Good morning, Hannah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We are so excited to have you and, and have this conversation. I'm so I'm more excited. <laughs> awesome. And I can't wait for people to hear the answer to this first question because they're going to be like, um, I'm sorry, what? But tell us about who Hannah Schwartz is and who you serve. All right. Well, I'm Hannah Schwartz. Hello. Um, I'm a business strategist, a community builder, and a networking enthusiast. My business name is Start With Hannah. The communities <laughs> start with entrepreneurship. So basically, when you start with Hannah, you get to start with you. I work specifically with the coolest people on the planet known as entrepreneurs and I work with them from pivoting to leveling up in business to just wanting to find community. That is amazing. And we connected actually in a different community, Make Lemonade, um, which was a virtual community for women entrepreneurs. And we've both pivoted our businesses to create our own communities for women entrepreneurs. And so people might listen to this conversation and go, Mershon, aren't you two competitors? Like, why would you have someone in your close circle who is in direct competition with you? What was so funny, we were having a conversation, I think it was last week, around you can go onto our Instagram stories and we're talking about like our morning coffee and it's completely different. Like it's wild. There was one story that you posted. I was watching and I was like, are we the same person? And I loved it because not only are we in the same community, we were in the same community. We both run communities. We both run communities for women in entrepreneurship. It's this really incredible connection. But I do want to share the story of how you got into mine, um, how you joined my community, just because I think this is the epitome of how beautiful our relationship is and how we agree on so many levels of business. And so when I was creating my community, I reached out to a few women who inspire me, who I love, who motivate me, who I wanted to be part of the start of it all. And I remember being like, can I message Marshawn? Like we overlap so much. And I know that this is like in some eyes competition, but for me, this is like just organically beautiful. And so I remember sending you a message that said, this may be considered as competition, 
But to me, it isn't. I just want to welcome you and see if you would like the invitation to join the very beginning of my community. If not, I'm totally cool about it. And your response was still, I tell everybody your response. And your response was, it's not about building taller fences. It's about pulling more chairs into the table. That's it. Yeah, it's, you know, whenever someone's like, oh, the market is saturated or there's too much competition, it's like walk down the bread aisle. There is so much competition, quote unquote, when it comes to like bread, but people are still out there making it. And we're not supposed to be sharing our goals with each other. We are supposed to be keeping that under lock and key. Instead, I'm like, hey, Mershon, for my community, here's what I think I want my goals to be. Here's how much money I want to make. Here's where I'm going. Here's who I want to target. Here's how I want to target them. And you'll say the same thing back to me with your own goals. That is so incredibly beautiful, uncommon. I'm so grateful to have that because there's there's zero zip, not a competition. It's like we both want each other to grow in a very similar space. I want to hear your goals so I can help you get them. You want to hear mine so you can help me. And if there's overlap, we share the overlap. We just share it. It's so beautiful. It is. You and I show up differently for the same community. And I think that people need different things out of different communities. And there's more than enough people to serve. That is really the overarching topic I wanted to talk about today. So why do you think community is important on an entrepreneur journey, but really any journey? Community is your chosen family. I think in ways that allow us to feel more positivity in our lives from people who understand us in general. What people don't realize is if you are a sports person and you go to volleyball, your volleyball team is your community. If you are interested in pottery and you go to pottery class, your pottery class classmates are your community. And entrepreneurship, that's really hard to find because every single entrepreneur is on their own adventure, on their own journey. And so to find yourself your entrepreneur community just means that those people get what you're doing, love what you're doing, and are doing it too. And so it's more than just community. It's like this bond between friendship and business. And more so in the world of entrepreneurship, there's this added bonus cherry on top where you get to actually help each other grow. And so just like on a volleyball team where someone will teach someone how to serve better, on ours, it's how can I make more money? (laughs) How do I find my target audience? And we help each other grow in business. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, there is so much synergy as entrepreneurs and type A personalities and people who are looking to achieve. We think we have to do it all on our own. And you don't get a gold star because you do it the hard way or you do it on your own or it takes longer. And there's so many things that have come out of community for both of us that we wouldn't have known unless we put ourselves in those spaces and in around those types of people. Absolutely. It's also who you know and using who you know. I think a lot of people, I agree, you don't get any brownie points for doing it the hard way. What people see isn't that you struggle, but people see is where you're at at the moment and then where you're going to be next. And so if you can call up somebody who you know will assist you in your business, whether they're in entrepreneurship or not, this is like the key to networking. Just do it. The worst case scenario is they're going to say, uh, sorry, what now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> but really using what you have to your advantage is everyone's advantage. If you mm-hmm. met one person at a coffee shop once who has an opportunity, just ask for it. 
And mm-hmm. I think in the world's entrepreneurship, you get to share everybody else's opportunities. Um, and that's like the key to growing in general. So for people who may be seeking out community, they listen to this and they're like, okay, I guess I want to put myself in more of those spaces. How do you know if you found the right community? Can you have more than one? Tell us about people who are kind of early in that journey. I think community is really scary for most people, extroverted or introverted, because you're joining a space and you feel like the outcast. You feel like the the newbie. You feel it's like walking into a party where you only know the birthday girl and you know none of their friends. Everybody knows that feeling. And everyone's having their own little conversations. And although you might know some things about those conversations, you don't know if you could like dip your toe into the conversation. The first thing I want to share to everybody is that's normal and okay. And you have to get past the first two week fear to fall deeply in love with the community. So what I would say is there's a good two week um, transition period, I would say. Allow yourself to fall into the community before making a decision. And then within the first month, you'll know right away. You'll know within that first month whether this is the space for you. Things to look out for are, are people reaching out to you off the community platform? Are you making true connection and friendship? Are you meeting in person? That's a really cool one. I love hearing that people have met in person. It literally like makes my heart explode. The other thing is, are you finding opportunity in the arena that you're looking for? So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to network more, are you finding more ways to network? If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to find ways to create product and there's opportunity to learn how to make that product in the community, then you're in the right places. So it's both for your personal friendship as, as adults. It's so hard to make friends. I know, you know, it is so hard to make friends as adults. So if you are making friendships, but also business colleagues, you're in the right community. And if not, I also want to share that if you join a community within the first month, you're feeling like this just isn't it. Just to your point, we're not in competition. We all have something to offer that is different than the other. And it's a beautiful thing. You can hop into mine. You can hop into Marshawn's. You can hop back into mine. You can be in both of ours. Or we would probably even help you find other ones too. Yeah. I think you and I are both extroverts. And in our communities, we serve a lot of introverts. Why do you think that is? You talked about introvert versus extrovert. I think extroverts grab or get so much of their energy from being in person with people. That I know is true for me. I'm a happier, bigger, louder person in group settings, wherein introverts don't want those group settings. Alternatively, introverts are really seeking out community, but in a way that works in their current schedule, in a way that works with their current almost routine. And so what community, especially the virtual ones offer is to put this community seamlessly into your current routine, seamlessly into your current work schedule, wherein you're going to be at your computer working anyways, why not do that alongside a bunch of other entrepreneurs? If you're going to be launching a program anyways, why not launch it to a group of people that understand you? If you're going to be struggling in this world of entrepreneurship, why not struggle alongside other people doing so too? We do tend to get some extroverts, but I think that most extroverts are actually going for the meetups, the in-person things, and the introverts tend to want things to seamlessly you know, mesh into their work schedule. That's my opinion on it. I find that introvertness and extrovertness is really this big spectrum. 
And wherever you fall on that spectrum, finding places that you do feel nurtured and supported and uplifted, I have found certain spaces to be like transactional. And I think you and I both want to build spaces that aren't transactional, they're relationship-based, they're service-oriented. So people are coming in and saying like, how can I help you? How can I support you? And you do that so beautifully. One of the first meetings we were on, it was like each person kind of went around and say, here's here's what I'm craving. Here's what I'm searching for. And other members of the community, like Katie, was like, hey, I know you're stressed about something. Can I record a five-minute meditation for you to just like be in your zone and just help you kind of ground? And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And that's the sort of stuff that communities of support that aren't like transactional because Katie's not going to get anything out of that. But it just was so beautiful and so uplifting. I agree. But also she just got a shout out on your podcast. So it's not transactional. But when you do things that aren't transactional, sometimes they take you much farther because that is exactly how it works. It's like the magic of paying it forward without realizing that's what's happening. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. What you get out of communities is what you put in. And participating in communities can fall on the back burner. I mean, us as entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs, where we're doing everything ourselves, our to-do list is never ending. There's always more to do. And so the activities that fall to the wayside are important, but not urgent. And I think that going to networking, joining community calls, things like that can fall into that category. And so how do you keep engaged with a never ending to do list? And how do you kind of push yourself to do the important but not urgent tasks? I love this. And I want to answer in two separate parts, because I think two separate things about this. The first one is for people that host a community that are listening and people that want to join or are in a community listening, I want you to know that ebbs and flows are completely normal. And as a host, I don't expect you to be there on every call. I don't expect you to be there every week. I don't expect you to even be there every month. Life happens and we have to flow with that life. And so if you're in a community right now or you're fearful of joining one because you're like, what if one month I just can't do it? People with gym memberships don't go to the gym for like two weeks at a time, sometimes a month, but their membership is still there because they're still part of that community, that gym community. And so for one, I just want to validate and comfort and hold people that are maybe not showing up all the time. That's okay. That's so normal. That's so okay. Don't beat on yourself about that. Just, it's fine. It's totally cool. We all expect it. Okay, now the other, I needed to share that first because sometimes we get really annoyed with ourselves when we're part of something and we're like, I'm not using it. Why am I not using it? I should be using it. It's okay. It's really fine. Come when you're ready. Now, how to stay engaged is a completely different thing. I think this starts with the back end of where you're hosting the community. I think this is, there's like a two part here too, whether we're talking to the host or whether we're talking to the person joining. If you're the host, it's finding the platform that allows people to really make conversation easily. Um, and have like interesting, fun topics, that is definitely a struggle on my end all the time. Because I'll find that some days there's like seven people there all day. And then some days there's like one and I'm like, oh my gosh. But from the side of someone who's joining a community and as you said, giving what you get, putting in is what you get. That part's really difficult. You're going to have ebbs and flows in your life and your business. 
But the funny thing is, if you were to like set a timer for 10 minutes, you'd be able to, to just jump in and jump out really quickly. And it would be the easiest checkbox on your to-do list that would also fuel your happiness and your business, um, which is the key to all entrepreneur communities is it's doing both. And so if you knew that every time you went into the community, you can make, let's just say two comments, one that's fun and one that's business, and you'd be pushing your business forward. You'd end up actually staying longer than 10 minutes, <laughs> but you could really just do it for 10 minutes a day and feel really good about it. It's like meditating, but on the business side. Mm -hmm. That is such a good metaphor when you talk about like going to the gym because people do skip the gym all the time. And there are so many parts of entrepreneurship and life that are just muscles. We don't see them as muscles, but like meditating is a muscle. Habits are a muscle that we just need to practice and need to use like boundaries. You have to practice using boundaries in a really small way, just like you practice benching with smaller weights and then you slowly progress up and your boundaries and how you use them get bigger and better. Like, okay, can you go and do two push-ups or can you go and, and I'm sure after you do those two, you'll be, you'll do 15 or 20 or whatever. Can you hop in for 10 minutes? Well, you're probably going to stay for 30 minutes. And so it's getting over that like mental friction initially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of the reasons I also love participating in your community is because I do get to show up as a participant versus a facilitator. Um, like in my community, I love showing up to calls. I love being in those rooms. And I have a different energy walking into your calls because there is a calmness around like, I just get to be, I don't have to facilitate. So can you talk a little bit about finding spaces where you can do both? Absolutely. I think first off, I love that you're part of the community. I think you're an incredible asset. And I think there are moments where your facilitator hat goes on and I like, I kind of freak out. This week's episode is sponsored by High Vibe Cowork. Community is the best way to grow. I always say that. And in this episode with Hannah, you hear us continuing to talk about it. And so if you like these episodes, pull up a seat at the High Vibe Table Masterminds. They are now open. We meet for one hour a week. It starts October 16th. In that one hour a week, we create real transformation and it's important for you to put your dreams and goals on the front burner and you can do so with High Vibe Masterminds. So thank you to High Vibe Cowork for sponsoring this episode. If you want some more information, DM me or visit highvibecowork.com to learn more and big dreams. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. Small steps can transform your life. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, 
Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today. In excitement whenever that happens because I like hear the tone of voice change and you're about to like give someone in the community something so special. Like they're going to get a tidbit of Mershon and I just sit back and I just smile. I'm like, here we go (laughs) because it's so wonderful. I think one of the reasons you feel um, so calm in the community is I've shared with you a bajillion times and I'll continue to that you, I want you to sell yourself there. I want you to share a community. If if every single person in my community goes to yours, congratulations. I have no qualms about it, no issues about it. I think that you should. I think that's exactly what this community is for. What was the question? <laughs> I got really excited about talking about you in the community. I think that we all need moments to be, okay, for type A personalities, we need moments to be type A, but we also need moments to go with the flow. And I think that's the same for go with the flow people. I think that we all need opportunity to be the planner and we all need to be the person who shows up to the party. And I think for you being the planner for your own um, community, but also being the planner for your own podcast, being a planner for so many, being a mom. Hello. I think it must be really nice to show up to a community where you hold no responsibility You just get to be there. If you want to be silent the entire call and not give any of the awesome, awesome, awesome juice that you can, that you can squeeze for us, you can do that. You could just show up, be like, I'm, I'm on mute the whole call. And I think knowing that allows you to just sit back, relax, I guess, and enjoy the ride. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That that responsibility aspect was really a really interesting word to use. And I never thought about it in that perspective. I was always like, I'm a participant, you know, but when you take off the hat of like responsibility or expectations, it just gives kind of a release of like, all right, cool. I'm here. Yeah. I mean, as facilitator, I'm sure you do this too, whether it's subconscious or conscious. But I'm always looking, we have virtual calls that are with video. And even when we're in person, my eyes are never necessarily on the conversation being had. They're on the whole community as a whole. Who's interested in the conversation? Who's not? Who's feeling heard? Who's not? Who wants the topic to stay the same? Who wants the topic to change? And all of those things really play a role in how a call actually works. I only plan half the calls every time because planning the whole call is never going to happen as it. We have to go with the flow of what is happening in the moment. We also don't know how everyone's doing on their own end. And so for you to join as a participant, you don't have to worry about watching anyone's faces. I'm not watching you, but I'm also just making sure you're happy and held both in business and in life. And you just get to be the person that's happy and held. One thing that I really love about community is diversity of thought and life experience. I don't like to call my community like-minded because I think that being only around people who think like us can limit us. And so I like to use the term like-hearted. Like-hearted is so beautiful. I'm just like, can you, like, actually frame somewhere? (laughs) 
I want to be challenged. And one conversation that we had was me pushing back on you running out of ideas and like, you're never going to run of ideas. So how do you manage the balance of coming up with new ideas, acting on them, and following through to the end ideas that you're currently working on? So the, there's a three parts to this. There's how do you handle having an abundance of ideas? How do you figure out which ones to go after? And then how do you follow through with them? Those are three separate things. I love letting my mind wander. And for a while, I let myself have a notebook that was And the idea was to write out the most extremely ridiculous ideas possible in detail. And I color coordinated them and I made a list of them and I was going to make it into a book and then I didn't, which is in essence, this question. So I had an idea to make a book about ideas that were not going to be. I started it and I let myself not continue if it wasn't right for me. And I think that is the big one. So I love having ideas. I let myself talk about them. People are really scared to talk about ideas if they're not going to follow through with them. They're, they think that they're going to be considered inconsistent or a dreamer. I'm happy to be an inconsistent person. <laughs> I think I'm actually pretty consistent. And I love being a dreamer. I'm not scared of being stuck in that happy space and sharing all of these ideas with people. Even people that are going to think later or that have been part of my ideas that I might actually disappoint if I don't go through with that idea. So I allow myself to think them out loud. I allow myself to talk about them with people. I allow myself to go after them and I allow myself to stop. And you've seen since joining the community, it's only been around for three months now, mine. You've seen me start and stop. I don't even know how many ideas. And I think it's allowing yourself to stop them if they're not really working. That is the, the key there. I don't view it as failure. I don't view it as, I don't have to go announce like, hey, this isn't happening. I'm just like, okay, yeah, no, this one was one. This one wasn't it. Maybe later. You know, I heard a saying once where like, you can't see the label from inside the bottle. And so having community where you can feel supported and heard and like talk through like, okay, this is your idea. Let's push it through a little bit more. Let's take it to like fruition and what that would look like for you. And how does that feel? How does, what is that vibe? Like when I say those things and you and I had a wonderful, wonderful call, I think it was last week around my um, podcasting conference and I came back and I was like, I have all these ideas and I was able to just like brain dump them on you. And then you reflected back to me like, this is what I heard. This is what I know about you. How can we like pull out the things that feel good right now and will really push you and your business forward? Yeah, I think having the right people in your space is really important. And you'll know they're the right people when they're positive people. Um, I think when you feel some negativity, you'll know you're in the wrong space. Because even when you're doing something wrong, your your people will say it in a very positive way. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, advice from friends is a positive thing. Uh, yeah, after that conversation we had was so fun you had come to the call and was like, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Oh my goodness. And I literally was like, you already are doing X and Y. Like you just get to decide what Z is, but you were already doing majority of the things you were scared that you weren't doing, which I think was so amazing. I think we often get lost in thinking like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are doing so much. It's, it's amazing to be, they thank you. It's just amazing to be part of the whole adventure with you. Yeah. Yeah, same, same. I love that like we are building 
something similar and get to talk through the highs and lows, the ups and downs, the roller coaster part of building a business and specifically building a community together. And I just feel really grateful that you're a part of my universe and I'm a part of part of yours. Me too. Me cool. Too. If you're enjoying this episode, check out Healthy Illness Podcast with me, Kelly Marie, as we build healthy relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, although that's up for debate, generalized anxiety and major depression. And even though I live with these mental health conditions, I have great relationships. I have a wonderful career and it's my mission to help you do the same thing. So join me for Healthy Illness Podcast, new episodes every Monday on the Jazz Cast Pros Network found on the podcast player you're listening to right now. Be the light. All right, let's jump into the lightning round question. What is a must-read book? Uh, Untamed. Mm-hmm. Untamed. I'm on my third. I'm on my third round by Glennon Doyle, and here's why. I think whenever you're going through a life change or if something big has happened, reread it because you will pick up on different parts of the book. It's just honestly it's gorgeous. Yeah, I read that book with a like book club that I was a part of for women on for women in business and we all would come to the calls and we'd talk about it and we would all like get very emotional but we were all in di- very different parts of our life of our business of our journey like there's so much that can be gleaned from that book in so like you said so many life seasons of your life yeah absolutely what does creativity mean to you allowing yourself to make a mess Mm. even if it's like a mess of your life. I don't mean like a physical mess. I don't mean like getting paint on your hands. I mean, saying things out loud or doing things that make you feel bizarre or could affect the way people think of you. Wow, that's a good one. Because the number of times I've like gone to people and been like, this is going to sound crazy, but... And then they're like, no, that doesn't sound crazy. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. Creativity is, I think, one of the most vulnerable things in general. One of the community coffee house calls was called <laughs> Take Me to the Candy Shop. And I got everybody to take markers and a paper and everybody on the call. We are business women. And I'm telling everyone to get markers and paper. And they were like, what, Hannah, what are we doing? And I said, everything's been so business. We are going to draw candy shops. And they were like, stop this. And I was like, just bear with me. Okay. And so I got everybody to, some of them were like, I don't really like, I don't know, like, why are we, this isn't business. And what we did was I wanted everybody to make one candy that looked like every offer that they had. And so you would literally draw the candy of the offer and then make yourself a literal candy shop and put all of those candies inside. And then everyone had to make an ingredient list for every candy that was a different offer. And the ingredient list was punny and funny and hilarious. And then we all shared the ingredient list on our coffee shops. And at the end of the call, I said, every single person here just pitched their entire business and every single offer they had in a really fun, inviting way to the point where other people had asked them questions about their candy shop. This is just the every single person here pitched and we got to be creative and everybody's like jaw dropped. (laughs) (laughs) The creativity of it all is amazing. And so it, it is really a vulnerable, uncomfortable space to be. It will push you forward in life in general. Yeah. <laughs> it will. Yeah. Cool. 
What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Feel everything. Mm. Yeah. I was moving to Montreal and I was having a really tough time in my life in general, both my home life, my business life. This was a few years back and I just was unhappy. And I moved to Montreal on a whim and my best friend at the time told me, the only piece of advice I have for you is feel everything. And then she said, you won't understand it until you understand it. And she was mm. right. And then one day I messaged her and I was like, holy, can I say shit? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So feel everything. Mm-hmm. That's really good. What's something on your bucket list? Jet ski. I want a jet ski so badly. I even posted about it on Instagram. <laughs> So you've never been on a jet ski or you want to own one? I've never been on a jet ski and I don't want to be like behind someone else. I need to be the driver on a jet ski and I will win every race on that jet ski. (laughs) And then I almost, I almost went on like a a date and then I was like, I don't want to ruin my bucket list experience with this rando guy. And so instead I was like, no, this season's almost over, but I need to jet ski. And what is the coolest shit you've done either in the last year or that you're working on currently? Um, do I have to say just one? Because my entire life this past year has been the coolest shit. Uh, but I would say one of the coolest things that has happened to me is um, CIBC, which is a major five bank in Toronto or Canada. Um, they invited me to their stage as a keynote speaker. The event was named after my business. Uh, I was the only speaker, which I didn't expect. And they asked me for everything. They asked if I wanted... 50 people or 100 people. They asked if I wanted wine to be served. They asked, I was in this position. It was like a holy shit moment for me because it was within my first year of business. And I imagined this for myself the three years down the line, plus not within my first year of business. This is the first year of this pivot, but you've been working on your business to create this for a long, long time. Yeah, the pivot here from real estate to business strategist was actually more seamless than anyone could have ever assumed. One thing I've seen in you is like you're a very energetic, big personality. And that's one thing that I have loved about being around you. And ever since you've started this pivot and built started building this community, there's such a calm because you're so aligned with this. Like this truly is the space that you're supposed to be in. Yeah. I love that comment because I've been getting it so much the past year. And I think that... The underlying factor was before I was energetic, but frantic. And I think my gut always knew that I wasn't meant to be doing what I was doing, but I had told everybody it was my dream. And I told myself it was my dream. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden switching out of that was like, was I lying the whole time to myself more so than everybody else? And now, well, I said yes to myself and I said yes to my gut. I went ahead and did the whole pivot. Now the energy is aligned, like you said. And so it went from like frantic energy to aligned energy. So I'm just as loud, possibly louder. I'm just as boisterous. I'm just a bigger personality. I am just happy around people in general. But now there is this underlying calm where before there was an underlying frantic, like what? I remember I brought my business cards with me to a market before I was in business strategy, before I had a community. And I remember... Instead of promoting myself, I was promoting Make Lemonade. And I didn't have anything to do with them other than being a participant. I didn't get money for it. I was just, I went to like all these markets and I was like, do you have community? Do you want community? I have the community. Do you want to join? 
I, I was doing this, like you said, far before. And then I would look at my cards and be like, why did I not hand out one real estate business card? What, like, I should find that joy, like that joyful. And I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. The impact you're making on the world is incredible. So oh, keep shush. doing. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you? Oh, yes. Okay. Instagram is where I do most of my business. My business name is Start With Hannah. The community is <laughs> Start With Entrepreneurship. Start With Hannah is my uh, Gmail. It's my TikTok. It's my Instagram. TikTok and Instagram are completely different content. So you could try out both and see which one you like better. Startwithhannah.com is my website where you can find everything. And what I always ask is just pop into my DMs and say hello. Awesome. We will put all of those links in the show notes. So definitely check out Hannah on all the platforms. Thank Yay! you so much. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. Again, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you leave a comment. I'll put a poll. Send me a message on Instagram at High Vibe Cowork. And I, again, would love to have you snag a spot in next round's cohort, which are now open until October 16th. So make sure you pull up a seat at the table. Thank you again for listening. And remember, big dreams and small steps can transform your life. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high quality recordings, regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes. Want to live more into your zone of genius? Join the High Vibe community. There truly is something for everybody with our daily calls and easy to use app. Community truly is the best way to grow in whatever way you're looking to do. Whether you need inspiration, education, connection, motivation, you're going to find it there. You have a whole group of cheerleaders who are walking through the same season as you, and that makes a huge difference. They say at the gym, the heaviest weight to lift is the front door, and the front door of your next adventure is in the links below. It's high time you activated your high vibes. And just before you stop recording, I wanted to share with your editor, whoever's listening to this, that... You're amazing. You do amazing work. Thank you for working so well with Mershon. We all literally love her podcast and the way that you allow her voice to shine is really beautiful. And so thank you for taking on high, high vibe table talks. And we love you, even though we don't know you. <laughs> Jazzy is amazing. She literally is the reason why I'm here doing this right now, talking into this microphone and talking to you. So she's wonderful. If you need a, if you need a podcast producer, definitely look her up. She's amazing. And if you're getting into something creative, and I highly recommend outsourcing something like editing because it has made me, it's given me the space to just do this and have these conversations. And then she just curates it into this perfect little, little podcast. Beautiful. If you did enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks and we will see you all next week because it's high time you go after your high vibe.